We survived it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Best of Five show. My name is Elon. I am joined here uh, currently only with uh, Steve, the main squeeze ace king officer jerk. Thank you for being here, Steve. Mike Donka Schiller should be joining us soon, if not later. But in uh, the but... meantime, uh, we do have uh, the great Dr. Steve Brule. Yep. Brule's rules. Always follow him. Uh, first, before we get started, uh, I said I was going to do this during the countdown. Big ol' thank you to Die by Sword. 31 months and many, many more for everyone else in this chat. <laughs> and uh, big thanks to Blue as well for 19 months. Thank you. We really do appreciate all of the support and the love, and the love you give us. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, big thank you to everyone else who's here hanging out with us uh, on this, the Tuesday of the 12th of May. May the 12th be with you. That doesn't work, does it? I mean, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I feel like that would have been... I feel like that sounds more dis- like condescending than if I would have just said no. <laughs> oh, no. You have you have the right to go full condescending on that one. That was not a good joke. Uh, that was not a good one. Do not encourage me. Um, well, may your jokes get better. Uh <laughs> All right, uh, today, tonight on the show. That was only marginally better. <laughs> uh, I need a, I, you know what? I, I wish I would have had this idea a little bit earlier because now I, then I would have a glass of wine in my hand. I would be joining him and drinking all of the glasses of wine. Uh, I have a glass of Craft Bond glue. All I have, top. all I have is a remote control for my air conditioner. Good times. Anyway, tonight on the show, we actually have shit to talk about. Uh, first, is being horny on main a good thing or a bad thing? We found out. Second, we finally we saw the, the big old reveal for Mortal Kombat. Everybody's happy about it, except for a few things, like the price. Third, we actually have a recap back today. And lastly... We're going to talk about uh, things that people are horny on main four. So before we start, Steve, you want to hit us with the old regular comforting normal recap. All right. I was waiting for you to finish that sentence. Me too. Uh, yeah, that, that took me on a roller coaster. <laughs> um, the one tournament I wanted to highlight this weekend was the box we mentioned it a few weeks ago this was the smash tournament put uh put together excuse me by hungry box and nfl star Le'Veon bell with a ten thousand dollar prize pool it had over 8100 entrants jesus so which is massive uh and you know now that we know that we're going to have some form of online evo event we know that we're probably going to see more of these massive, massive online tournaments uh, in the future. Uh, but we do see very familiar names near the top, even though it's online. Best Nest entered as the top seed in the tournament, got the job done, won it over Tweak. Uh, you see the Buzz and Sam rounding out the top four. So, yeah, it's not like it's Shinakuma 654 
mm-hmm. who is the ripoff of Shin Akuma six six six. By the way, mm-hmm. that's the new canon. Yeah, um, is uh, uh, is be- did best Ness use Ness? Uh, all the way. Good. It was all Ness. Good. 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 So, yeah, it it, it seems like, you know, are our fears overstated when it comes to online tournaments? Yeah, I think so. Um, look, man, you can here. Here's I'm gonna say this very bluntly. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but I kind of do, if I'm going to be honest. Um, you can whine and bitch and moan about online tournaments and lag or whatever, but you know what? We got them, and I'm happy we got them, and I'm pretty sure everyone else should be happy we have them. Uh, is it frustrating? Yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of shit out in the world that's way more frustrating than anything else we're dealing with. <laughs> True. Um, uh, or that we are dealing with, you know, but what I mean is, you know, stick that shit with a grain of salt. It don't matter. Just have some fun. It should be interesting to see, um, you know, when we get other games, uh, mm-hmm. because I mean, when we talk about online experiences, smash ultimate is not near the top of the totem pole. You know what it, it is near top. the top of the totem pole as though? What? Is that the biggest online tournament we've ever seen for a fighting game? Uh, single single bracket, as far as I can tell, yes. 8,100 kids and yeah, young adults. Which, which, and it was capped, too. It was it capped? Was capped at 80, yeah, it was capped at 8,192. Ooh, did it reach the cap? No, right? Yeah? Uh, a few pe- I, it reached the cap, but a few people withdrew. Okay. So. That's crazy. First yeah. of all, that I is mean, a, that is a ridiculous number, and the fact that it was capped makes it even more ridiculouser. I mean, how big? Here's here's. I know we usually have uh, prediction games for Evo. Uh, how big do you think the if assuming there's going to be one big tournament for the U.S. for like Street Fighter or Tekken Seven? How big do you think those brackets will get if they're uncapped? There is a very easy answer to this, and it's dependent on one variable. What's what the entry that fee? That's a good point. This, of course, was a free entry event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I do remember Ultra David talking about this uh, last week or earlier this week about the logistics of offering a prize for an online tournament because it crosses state lines. Mm-hmm. The ruling, the laws that govern it are a lot different than the laws for, you know, an event that happens in Vegas or in Minneapolis or what have you. Yeah. Um, he, he does not expect to see any sort of significant prizing for mm-hmm. Evo, which is going to be very, very interesting. It will be disappointing to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would expect there will be some at least, you know, either if not pot bonuses, some sort of sweetener or things to sweeten the deal from the devs. You know, Capcom mm-hmm. might not splash 50000 on it, uh, but they might give, you know, they might create some in-game 
uh, title or something, which I think is something that a lot of devs could, should be doing anyway. Yeah, or at least would be nice to see. I don't know if this is possible, but I could. I feel like I could see them like offering a free trip for a tournament next year. That's always a possibility, you know. Get your registration covered, you know. Do it big for Vegas twenty twenty one. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you could uh, you could get a flight out to uh, UFC Fight Island. Yeah, that is true. UFC Mortal Kombat Island. Um. But you know what, though? I think here's what I think is going to happen as far as Evo goes. For Evo, if it's going to be region locked and they're going to have, like, let's take, for example, uh, Street Fighter V, there's going to be, what, three, four regions? Uh, I'd two, imagine more than that, three, you know. Four? Uh, I'd have... let's, take, let's take five regions then. So we got North and South America, uh, Europe, Africa. Six six Asia. regions, and then like uh, Eastern Asia and Western Asia, and then maybe Southern Asia if we really want it. And fuck it, let's add Australia in there. So eight, uh, one for each continent, seven, including Antarctica. So here's what I think is going to happen. Each winner of each region is going to then get a trip to Evo for a special invitational eight-man tournament of Marvel 2. Even if they win in, like, Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. they, they got yeah, to play, play Marvel 2 in the finals. Yep, they got to play Marvel 2. <laughs> Congratulations, Arzel Nash. How... Better, get those, better get those Sentinel loops going. <laughs> oh, God. Better lab that shit up. <laughs> uh, Super Kuma, congratulations. Uh... How's your role? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh man, could you imagine? <laughs> like one of the one of the Smash winners who like wasn't even born when MVC two came oh, out. Oh <laughs> my god, that'd be sick. I would love oh, to see that. Oh my god, we got like some 15 year old prodigy steps up, wins it all. Dude, that'd be sick. And now all of a sudden, it's like, what's a marvel? Oh man, that'd be hilarious! I would love that. Um, yeah, let me see. Let me see some thirteen-year-old uh, Iron Man Infinites, will you? Uh, but either way, um, speaking of, I I just saw that Ultra David Rana set against uh, Noah the Prodigy. Remember him? Oh yeah, seventeen now. He's seventeen. Man, <laughs> it felt like it feels like a year ago. He was like two. They they grow up so fast. They really do. And they make um, me feel so old. He was the one that had a set with, was it John Ding at a final round? Are you thinking of... I'm thinking of somebody else. No, you're thinking of uh, King Ray Jr., I think. I am thinking of King Ray Jr., you're right. No. no, uh, all, no all, I... Everybody that's under 15 looks the same. Let's be real. <laughs> Once you get to a certain age, there, people just blend into age groups. There's like younger than me, me, older than me. Yep. That, that's pretty much it. Even though you know, everyone than me on this show, <laughs> yeah, everyone on this show is like right around my age. So you're all my age, uh, including people know. in the chat. <laughs> I can't even age. look. Yeah. 
someone comes up to me and they they say they're 20, they look 12. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. I'm sorry. Yep. There's a rough time getting older. But with each year we get older, we do grow a year wiser. So listen to your elders enjoy, And we get to enjoy 365 wine o'clocks. Yep. Man, I really do wish I had a glass of wine now. I'm kind of sad. Part of me really wants to stop the show to go get one, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Like, let, do you have wine in your fridge, or are you talking about going to the store and just leaving me Wine in my fridge? Hanging? What the fuck is wrong with you? I do have champagne in my fridge, mind you. Um, so maybe when it's the best of five anniversary, I'll bust that out. I bought it for New Year's and I never drank it. What's wrong with wine in the fridge? Bro, wine doesn't go in the fridge. What's wrong with you? The wines in the boxes do. Those are the best wines. Oh, well, okay. All right. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that there. We'll Uh, agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do have a musty cellar in my studio apartment. Thank you very much. Uh, It's great. Uh, but okay, let's dive into these topics, shall we? Because there's a lot of them. First, Capcom announced that they're starting an esports academy. Now, and here's the confusing thing. Are they starting an esports academy and having a league both for women? Or are they having, or are they having an esports academy, comma... A league for women. It does sound like it's uh, two separate projects. The The thrust of this uh, came from Capcom's most recent earnings report, which they just released, um, where they discussed some of their plans going forward. Part of it involved uh, their focus on esports and their increasing focus on esports more specifically. Uh, one paragraph in particular caught a few eyes this week uh quote excuse me further the company sees esports as an integral part of its future growth strategy and is working to consolidate its position in this expanding market with upfront capital allocation and investments in human resources it plans to found the esports academy tentative name for training professional players as well as to establish regional teams and leagues for female players, end quote. So the fact that Capcom is planning on investing in league or uh, in an academy is noteworthy. Um, also of note is obviously they're investing in getting women into esports, mm-hmm. and that has kicked off a whole conversation and i don't know how deeply you want to go into that uh but we can talk about that we can certainly talk about that i feel like we're the wrong people to be (laughs) discussing this we probably are Uh, we probably are to be fair and i think what i mean by that is our opinions don't fucking matter on this subject whose opinions do matter women's so go ask them (laughs) because i i truthfully do not know thought somebody just knocked on my door but i guess i'm just cra- going crazy um but i look if they're down to make things for to entice more women to get into it great uh i don't know how i would feel as a woman being like oh here we'll make this especially for your gender um 
I don't know. I don't know how I would see it. Part of me thinks I'd be like, fuck off. If I wanted to run a women's only tournament, we'd do it. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a woman. I don't know. I'm see, white passing, straight white male, you know, fucking privileged city over here. I, I've seen I've seen women actually bring up both sides. I've seen women who say, hey, you know what? This is nice. This is a way, this is an extra way for us to or for fellow women to come in and get involved in the game we love. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some women who say, you know what? I don't like this. I don't want us I don't want to be treated any differently. Just let us play and in an environment where we're all treated equally and and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have all the answers. Yeah. Um but it is noteworthy um and, and we've seen you know we've seen appro- approaches from both sides i mean combo queens mm-hmm. uh whenever that they're at an event you know they have get togethers for players they run a lot at off uh many events they run uh tournaments for female players to compete in you know a different environment more welcoming environment for for some excuse me and in my opinion that's great to see you know, I just want as many people to have the opportunity to come into the game, at, the games that we love and enjoy them. Yep. And I don't think we're quite at a point yet where the opportunity for for that to happen for everyone is equal. Yeah. There are reasons behind that which are way above my pay grade, but I, I don't mind seeing this. I don't mind seeing... Uh, some money being thrown towards getting more people to participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Another actually, another example. Of this was uh, the XO Academy. I thought that shit was pretty yeah. cool. Well, yeah, and their and their approach is a little different too, you know. But what they're doing, it's not just great for women. It's just great for whoever gets to participate because mm-hmm. it's ba- that's basically uh, an all encompassing thing, not just. Here's how here's how you become a better player. Like here's how you improve your your brand awareness. Here's how you you know become more marketable. Here's how you stream. Here's you know it's it's a great great opportunity for anyone who gets to participate in that. Yep. Okay. And that actually brought up a whole other topic that we're probably not going to touch on this week uh, with you know the coverage of it mm-hmm. because. Obviously, this kicked up a whole lot of interest in the in the subject. But you know, we talked about Combo Queens. We talked about Exo Academy. You know, they have been in this area before for a while, and they didn't get necessarily as much attention as this is getting. Mm-hmm. So, question is, why is that the case? Should they? You know, should we be paying so much attention to this? Should we have been paying more attention to that? Why isn't there that that? Why is there that in, imbalance? Yeah, here's why I think it is, and this is going to lead to our next topic. Um, I think that imbalance is coming from the fact that this is the Capcom, right? This is like the company that makes the game, that puts up the money for these tournaments, that's doing everything. Like they're the ones that are starting to push for this, right? And yeah, I think it's straight up just like the name and the fact that it has eyes on it, right? Because I think if I'm not correctly, or if I'm not mistaken, rather, 
the combo queen stuff was run by Jamillion, or she was involved in it in some way, and I know she's from Philly, uh, where I yeah. where I came from. Um, and like they've done a ton of work to get that stuff growing, and it's been growing, uh, and it's been great. I've seen lots of great things coming from them. Uh, and I do mean exactly <laughs> CPT Damon. Uh, exactly, it's just Carolyn. Uh, yeah, so seeing it come from like the big C up above, probably could have used a better wording, but you get the point. Seeing it come from Capcom, who you know are the people who are calling the shots, I think is uh, why that got more eyes on it. If that makes sense, especially because yeah, yeah. it's being discussed in like an investor level stuff. I agree with you 100%, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that what happened before doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but if, you know, when, if Capcom and we don't know how much money they're putting behind this, we don't know how many resources they're putting up. Behind Do we know this. if this is even happening or if this was just like an investor's bitch? Oh, uh, well, this is something that they're planning to do. So they can't okay. say it without, you know, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that it's 100% going to come to fruition, but they can't just pull it out of thin air. Right. Um, they have the option to throw re- resources and money behind this and, and get this in front of a much wider audience. Um, but at least within the community, um, you know, there is that, um, there is the knowledge of combo Queens. There is the, the knowledge of Exo Academy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, th- that was part of the discussion. The other part was about, you know, FGC media and the roles of sites like Event Hubs and Shoryuken and all of those other community focused sites. Yeah. And the idea of, hey, maybe you should have been talking about that more, which I, I, mm-hmm. I have some thoughts on that as well. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I don't disagree with you. Um, any final thoughts before we move on from this topic to next? You know, I would love to see more coverage of, of like the positive aspects of the community, the Mm -hmm. the more community driven stuff, but that doesn't happen unless the community as a whole finds that product, cherishes that product reads that product in in such great numbers that it becomes viable for them to do it mm-hmm. um you know in my experience at i've written for dot esports um the stuff that was along those lines the whole hey here's what the community's doing here's here's the nice you know here's the nice uh, corner of our world to shine on those do okay the silly stuff the easy stuff the tier list the the stuff that gets cl- that's called clickbait that does like eight, 10, 12 times the traffic mm-hmm. that, that the other stuff does. And East and FGC media is not a huge world to begin with. Yep. So we have to make sure, you know, if you want to see better news, consume better news, please, because yep. it has to be viable for, for them to put resources into it. Yeah. I mean, and that's, Honestly, that's the trend with, like, everything 
nowadays, right? It's so much easier to like see a headline and be like, "Oh, PewDiePie just put out a list of somethings." Let me go read that yeah. instead of like, you know, oh, a smaller YouTuber donates ten thousand dollars to charity. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I know that's like a very <laughs> weird uh, example, but. Yeah, I mean, it it's it's yeah, like how do you balance out having the stories that are the good stories that people won't necessarily take interest in with the shitty stories that people do tend to click on? Yeah, it's it's a matter of, you know, at some point a lot of these sites, I know the calculus is different for uh site like dot esports which is generally sports focused. Versus something like Event Hubs, which is esports, you know, specifically fighting games. Versus something like uh, Top Tier, Top Tier GG, which is I've been seeing more and more of. Excuse me. All uh, the the calculus, what they what their goals are at all three sites are different. Uh, but you know, you can't do that for free. You have to have some sort of money coming in, whether that's through ad revenue, whether that's through uh, crowdfunding like Patreon. At some point, you have to make business decisions. Otherwise, you won't have a business to make decisions about. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, that's what it comes down to. So it it it, it would take a sea change, I feel. Uh, and it's not just an FGC issue. That's an issue you see at esports writing on all levels. That's news media in general right yep. now. Yep, you know? yep, yep. I agree. Um, but, you know, I do want to bring up the fact that you said, uh, you know, you, you do have to have some uh, income revenue when you're running a media site, you know, because ultimately, like, you know, how are you going to pay people to run that if you're not having a, a revenue? And I just want to point out the fact that if we do reach three subscribers today, Steve will keep... A, a, a main squeeze offsuit in his Twitter name. No, no, no. No? We're done? No. It's over? We're, we're, we're done with main squeeze. If oh, we get to, boy. We got two, so if we get one more, I will go to Hetty Murphy. Hetty Murphy, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. It's Hetty Murphy. So if you want to see Steve change his Twitter handle, not handle, I'm sorry, the Twitter name to Hetty Murphy. Uh, consider using your Twitch Prime sub here. Uh, and, you know, if you haven't used your Twitch Prime sub and it's blinking over there get free, you might as well use it here because you're going to forget about it. And honestly, we all want Jeff Bezos to spend some money. So go ahead and do it. All right. Speaking of companies making stuff and spending money, uh, SNK announced a new character for Sam Show. Here it is. Here it is. It is Iroha. She's a bird. She's a plane. Remember that. No, she's a bird. <laughs> she's not a plane. A plane. She's a it's bird. Superman. Oh, you're, you're, you're... Um, but yeah, Iroha <laughs> coming out uh, tomorrow. No, Thursday. Excuse me. Thursday. She goes live. Um, they announced her. Er, obviously, she had been in the works for a while. Uh, but they announced her release date oh, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, er, earlier this week. So, yeah, tomorrow she does go live. Um, and there was some 
interesting fallout from that mm-hmm. uh, because the Sam show or the Samurai Showdown Twitter account uh, went a little. Yeah, obviously, can you pull up the trailer again uh, on that last shot? Hold on. Hold it. Holding? Holding. The last shot? The last shot, just like with the date. Because obviously, or yeah, obviously, she's got a lot going on. And people have been very, very noticeable about that. Um, So... People obviously have sort of memed it up in terms of the thirst for Iroha. Some of, some of it is jokey, some of it in earnest. And the Sam Show uh, Twitter account kind of rolled with it. Uh, they started retweeting uh, some screenshots that showed her uh, backside, showed her cheeks. Um, and then at one point tweeted out, we're all horny on Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very, they were very much rolling with that uh, over the week. Then uh, the other day, uh, are you able to pull up the tweet with the new tech? Oh, uh, I don't have it prepared. Sorry. Oh, but uh, yeah, go for it. So, uh, all of those tweets got deleted a couple of days ago, and Sam Show put or and yesterday. The account put out a tweet that said, quote, uh, a number of posts made by this account have been deemed inappropriate and offensive to members of our community. The admin in charge has been given a strict warning to be more considerate. The offending posts have now been deleted. Please accept our sincerest apologies. That was made early uh, yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So here's the sitch. Uh, first. I want to say that it was not only one person that was saying this. Multiple people were pointing out that, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable to see, you know, the official Twitter account for this game being uh, inappropriate. I don't know. Maybe not even inappropriate. But, you know, it's – and I understand from, like, the marketing point of view, uh, you want to go with the stuff that's generating interest, right? So – I don't think there was any ill will on the person doing it, uh, nor do I think there was any ill will intended at all. But the fact that this is coming from an official source, or like not an official source, but like an official account, and the fact that it's making some people uncomfortable is bad, right? Yes. And then, but here, here come, I, I think anytime you make a decision like this and, you know, Sam shows fi- figuring that out, um, it, we've seen it time and time and time again. Anytime you make any sort of decision like this one way or the other, mm-hmm. you officially enter the culture war. Um, so now you have, I, there's no other way to say yeah, it. No, you're absolutely now right. You've got, a whole bunch of people, you know, you had some people who thanked them and say, you know, thank you for taking responsibility. I'm now going to buy your game because because you made the right decision. And then you had a whole bunch of people saying they either bought the game or were considering buying the game because, you know, hey, this was fun. There was no, no harm intended. But now you've deleted it. I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to buy your game. Can I can I I'm going to say one thing. 
I'm willing to bet 90% of the people who <laughs> I'm willing to bet 90% of the people who tweeted I was about to buy your game and now I'm not we're never going to buy the game. I, I I would I would say that percentage is probably very low. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm sure some people were, but it's a game that's been out for a year. Yeah. If you were considering buying it at this point, you've probably would have made that decision one way or the another by now. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the situation. Is you can you can have your opinion on whether it's okay for uh if that's what you want to see on Twitter or not, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Hedy Murphy's coming to Twitter. Thank you, Super D. Thank you, Super D. Much appreciated. Uh, Steve is now known as Hedy Murphy on Twitter. Um, but here's the situation. Uh, you can you can have your opinion on whether you want to see that shit or you don't. That's perfectly fine. I think I, I feel like a broken record when I say shit like this, but I feel like this like ill will that's going towards the two parties now is the most unnecessary bullshit I have ever seen in my life. Right? Like, it's like, Oh, somebody wrote something on Twitter that made somebody uncomfortable. Now all of a sudden it's like, everybody is harassing one specific person or everybody is harassing the Twitter that did it. It's like, what the, like, can we all just say, Hey, that was a decision that was made. I agree with it or not. And then be done with it instead of just like going around and harassing shit harassing people i mean if you want to harass shit too that's your call i don't give a fuck but still like i that's what i really don't understand it's like why are you so pissed about it like what the fuck does it matter (laughs) it matters because this is the internet you 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 can't just let sleeping dogs lie on the internet um also, it, hold on. Let me just add one more thing before we go deeper into this. Somebody was saying um, they're waiting for the PC release. It is on PC. On the Stadia. <laughs> Thank you. Now Woo-hoo, go on. Stadia. <laughs> is it still free to use? I think so. Yeah. So you just have to buy the game on Stadia. <laughs> uh, Stadia. Uh but yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt your point. I just really wanted to get that joke out. What were you saying? So I said, uh, why does it matter? And you said, because it's the internet. And then you were about to go into a point. No, that was the point. It's the internet. You can't be, there's no room for the, the problem with Twitter. And one of the problems with Twitter, there are several problems with Twitter. Um, but because it's a smaller, yeah, because the messages are smaller, there is less room for nuance. So anytime you have, and and anyone can amplify any voice at any time. So if you're someone who believes that, you know, the existence of Aroha is proof that that game developers only see women as objects to be sexualized. You will find plenty of responses uh, from people going horny on on Maine to to justify it or to uh, to amplify and say, hey, this is how people feel. If you're someone who is the other way and thinks that this is all in good fun and people are just being 
overly hypersensitive to things that don't really bother them, you can go on Twitter and find plenty of arguments that support that case too. So it's not just a matter of you can't have people coming together and and having thoughtful, thought out discussions here. Well, you can. It's just not very. Con- Twitter is not conductive to those sorts of exchanges. So it's just mostly like hit and run, you know, anger going every direction. Yeah. I so it's funny that we see this reaction on Twitter of like people just dogpiling on like these two opposing bandwagons, just like we're seeing in politics, by the way. Um where ultimately nothing matters <laughs> uh i just think i just think it's so bizarre that like this is a big deal right like look ultimately the person who is running a twitter account and you and look you can use that dumbass argument of like oh well these other companies are doing it. who the fuck cares we're talking about this specific incidence because this is what caused an issue right and by caused an issue i mean somebody just voiced their opinion and then people got butthurt about it uh, that's ultimately all that means in my eyes. Uh, if somebody complains about it and the company then itself thinks, hey, that's not how we want our shit to be represented, they have the right to say that. And that's what they said with this SNK tweet. And, like, I don't think it was, like, necessarily, like, ill will towards anybody. I think it was just, like, a, hey... We don't want this handled this way. Please don't do that again. You feel me? What I what the the thing I don't understand about it is the fact that it was on Twitter and now you have like these two giant groups that are like just fucking angry at each other for not sharing the same opinion when it doesn't fucking matter. Everybody has different opinions, man. That's what I really don't understand about Twitter. And honestly, we say, like, the, the problem with Twitter. It's like the problem is with the fucking people using Twitter. <laughs> like, Twitter Twitter is just a thing where you can type 140. Well, now it's a lot more characters uh, into a status and then share it with your friends and other people. Uh, and it's turned into, like, this weird, like, Monopoly game where one person lands on you know, a spot with, like, a hotel and shit. And all of a sudden, like, everybody just comes rushing towards it. Uh, just like the money. That's probably a bad analogy, but either way. Um, what I'm getting at is... D- Stop it. <laughs> Stop being shitty. <laughs> uh, I, I wish it, it were that simple. I wish it were that simple. Um, yeah, like, but yeah, I think- Iroha is out tomorrow. Um, you can play as a bird, dressed as a maid... With very, very, very large breasts, if you want. And sharp knives. And sharp knives. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to say one more thing, and that's going to be it. Uh, everything that's said on Twitter is not personal until it's made to be personal. And the fact that people are making it personal makes me think that they themselves are struggling with something. So, stop it. There, 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 there's a whole conversation there. That's yes. Probably so as Michael, as Michael Jordan would say, stop it. Get some help. Well, he also said, "Fuck them kids too." Fuck them so. kids. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Fuck them kids. 
Get some help. <laughs> In that order. Uh, either way. Uh, all right. Crazy. Anything else to add on this, or can we move on? Because this uh, topic we, just makes we, me sad. We should probably move on. All right, let's get to the cool shit, shall we? Uh, more shit that got announced. Uh, this is some... So we saw this teased and rumored for quite a while and now it's finally happened and everybody's kind of losing their shit about it right fucking tony hawk remake this this makes me feel a certain kind of way this is oh my god it warms the cockles of my heart to see this game come back man Uh, but yeah go ahead look Tony Hawk was the first game I got on my Dreamcast when I moved to the United States. So it's got a special place in my heart, much like everyone else. Uh, And I was just having a conversation with someone that, like, it feels like there hasn't been a game like this that's been fun to play in a long time. So... Obviously, there have been plenty of great games since then. But not but skate yeah, games. now that I yeah, not like maybe the skate series, but like now that I think about it, yeah, th- like the Tony Hawk series was something special. I wasn't I've never really been a skateboarding fan. Like I would watch it on on ESPN when they aired the X games, but mm-hmm. other than that it was like eh, whatever. But this game just what it had me hooked. Yep. September 4th, baby. Um, it's going to be a good time. Also, uh, speaking of good times, uh, let me... Although Tony Hawk 3 had the best soundtrack, don't at me. Hold on. Uh, good time. What am I doing? Okay. Uh, speaking of good times... Damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Mike. I'm getting there. Hey! Hold on. Oh, and then. Okay, we should be able to hear you now, Mike. Okay, great. Sweet. I was about to. I was about to dispute the fact that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three has the best soundtrack. Uh, okay, let me hear your. Let Any, me hear your counter. Let me hear. Your anything counter. without Superman in it is not the best soundtrack. That is yes. the most iconic Tony Hawk song for sure. Okay. Okay, Superman. I, I will give you, Superman is probably the greatest song of the series, bar none. But, okay. I, 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 would say, I would say Tony Hawk 3 had the best, you know, just hit after hit, or not hit after hit, but uh, banger after banger. There, there are there's some bangers Amoeba, on this one. I'm Destroying the World. Uh, yeah, there Wish is, uh, by Alien Ant Farm. There's uh, a the chili peppers uh, exhibit. If yeah, you must tell the funky homo sapien, yeah. I, I think it doesn't have necessarily as high of a peak as one, but it just a high level across the board. No, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good soundtrack. Am I the only one that liked Tony Hawk pro skater four? Is that the one with Tokyo? I think so. I know it's the one, it's the first one where they made it open world. Where you can go around and, like, talk to people and get quests and shit? I think it was around 3 or 4 that you could, like, continue combos with, like, 
really crazy stuff, and it, it got a little much for me. I like the arcadey feel of one and two the most. Mm-hmm. Still, you, you're talking about the reverb. Yeah, like you could reverb, continue combo. It was crazy. Yeah, the reverb. Yeah, I think it was three. Three is when it got a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm so. Here's the thing. I'm a big fan of. And Steve, much to your point, I'm. I wasn't into skating. I tried skateboarding once and I fell and broke my arm. Never got on one again. Uh, but I love Tony Hawk. I used to play it with like that's how I made friends when I first moved here when I couldn't speak English. We would play Tony Hawk. Like, what does that say? <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, it's it's weird. And you know, we're currently in the era of remakes. So about time that this shit happened. Uh, especially because you know we've all been like. I feel like we've been wanting a new, like, arcade skateboarding game for a long, long time. Yeah. Or a new skate, realistic skateboarding game, if you read E3 Twitch chats. <laughs> See, I was never into skate. I think skate was just not for me. I never got it. Uh, it's just, it just, nothing's come along to satisfy that itch. But, man. Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, look. I think, have fighting games been talked about yet today? So okay, do you, well, no. We so we talked about uh, the new Sam Show character. Okay. And the subsequent fallout on Twitter. Do okay. you want to add anything on that or no? I'm I'm surprised it was as big of a deal as it was. At the same time, like I don't know why you would tweet that on. The official account you got your own account to tweet that if you want. Yep. I think that was basically the consensus. <laughs> Speaking of doing shit on your account that you shouldn't be doing, thank you, Piers Era, for the the big thirty one months. Thirty one months, goddamn. We are reaching the three for the three year anniversary here very soon. We're gonna have to think about doing something special for that. October twenty twenty. Is it October? Yeah. Cool. I'm glad it's you know. It's five months from now. So. Five months. Speaking of which, I bought a Harpeggi yesterday. Just out of, like, complete impulse. A what? A Harpeggi. It's what Stevie Wonder plays now. Uh, oh. And it's, like, $4,000, and it was complete impulse. I was just like, ah, I gotta have it. And I bought so it. So you spent $4,000 on a Harpeggi? Yes. And, nice. uh... I bought it and I was like, ah, I just need something to do. I bought, so I bought the thing and, uh, they gave me a musician's discount cause I'm a musician and I'm like, yeah, instant gratification. How long is it going to take to get here? And then I get an email. It's like, Hey, it's going to take 90 to 120 days for us to build the thing. <laughs> it's like, fuck. So I still have to wait until August for it. And it's not that I'm rich. I'm going to be paying for it for the next three years. So Lit. American dream going into debt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, like I've been I meaning the standard about... American dream includes arpeggios, but now it does. Yeah, but look, I've been Dude, meaning to I'm do that for to years. Move. I, I, I'm trying to figure out like like moving costs, storage, and I got a friend putting a fucking instrument on three years layaway. <laughs> it's not three years layaway. Like, I'm, dude, it's a payment plan. It, financing for three, whatever. I'll, Look, does anybody I, have four thousand dollars in their bank account? <laughs> the answer to that riddle is maybe. <laughs> I, I I can think of a couple, but they ain't cool. I I'm not friends with them. 
Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, th- that's like the thing that kind of hurts. It's like both. Uh, so Tony Hawk is coming out in September. This thing that I bought f- just out of an impulse is not coming until August. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is not coming until what, like July. Our anniversary is not coming until October. All that shit feels like it's like decades away. That's rough. Well, I mean, tw- this month has already been one hell of a year, so. Yeah, you're right. I I have strangely had a like strong gaming month. Yeah. Where, you know, like school has been a lot actually online, but like given that I don't have to commute or anything, I have a lot of time to play the games. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing Grand Blue and I've been playing old school Summoner's Rift League of Legends. And I've been playing, I played Persona 5 Royale, which is just literally Persona 5 again. So I regret that a little bit, but I did do it. So there you go. Yeah. No, I played uh, quite a lot of games. I feel you. I wound up getting a key for Valorant somehow. Okay. Uh, so I did the tutorial, but I don't want to play it because I'm not good at FPSs with mouse and keyboard. So I don't want to get yelled at. I, re- I recently learned that in Fortnite, a huge debate is the controller versus mouse and keyboard debate, and not in the way you would think. You know, in typical and old-school PC shooters, it's obvious that the mouse and keyboard is better and mm-hmm. that people who plug in a controller do much worse. However, there is variable auto-aim mm-hmm. on Fortnite, and if you play on a controller, you get more auto-aim yep. than if you play on a mouse and keyboard. And yep. so apparently now, the controller is better. Mm-hmm. And yep. so this sparks many, many Twitter arguments. And it's the I've same thing on spent uh, more time than I would like to admit reading it. Yeah, it's the same thing on uh, uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Ah, except Call of that Duty seems Warzone like a mistake to make controller as good as I, I mean. I don't, this is the old man in me, but yeah. Well, I mean, look, if you don't play with a controller, then clearly you're just a casual. So you got to play your FPSs on a controller. Um. Speaking of playing stuff on controller, uh, Donka, you've played Mortal Kombat a bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always play it for a little bit, and then I usually bow out. Okay. Uh, did you play on a pad or a stick? Play on a stick. Okay. I can't play it on a stick. I think you couldn't I don't know... catch me dead on a pad doing Man. anything really. Man, I don't know what it is, but just Mortal Kombat, I have to play it on a pad because the, the like... guard button fucks me up. Any picture of me with a pad, I'll pay you to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> and if I'm anywhere within 10 feet of a hitbox, just kill me. So, Damn. Well, good thing we're social distancing, so you don't have to worry about that. That's true. I got nowhere near those hitboxes, man. Oh, man. You can see some rage rage chat messages. The, probably about the juiciest, like, uh, controversial message you'll find out of me is, is something about a hitbox. So... If you find the wrong Discord channel, you might find <laughs> Before we talk about Aftermath, okay. can we just compliment Mike on his mustache game? Yeah, dude. This Magnum... man... Go for it. Is, he, he's looking like he's about to come out of the bullpen for the 1990 uh, Oakland A's. Pretty much, this yeah. Man... <laughs> I, I, I commend you. I commend you. Look, when social distancing is over, Mike, you and I need to get together and do a shot-for-shot remake of the intro to Magnum P.I. 
Oh, to do that. That'd be fun. We'll get a helicopter. My hair is going to get so crazy. We're, we're going to get a helicopter. Uh, sorry, hold on. Answering emergency text. Uh, but we're going to get a helicopter. We're going to go go to Hawaii. Uh, and it'd be great. Kinda like, I mean, sorry. I think Burt Reynolds usually wears a, a Hawaiian shirt from Magnum PI too. And I certainly have plenty of those. Yep. So. Uh, just get yourself out. a red one. Get yourself some uh, jorts. We'll be we'll be in business. Yeah, I have jorts. All right. Are we're you doing sure it. you can swing this? You might have to sell your harpeji to finance it. I don't <laughs> even have it yet. <laughs> uh, the rights anyway. to the harpeji. <laughs> but anyway. Do, do they at least reach out to you with any customization options or anything, or is it just they make them on demand the same uh, way? So I it? I did not – I had the option to get custom stuff, but I didn't because the price was already okay. very More high. Expensive. Yeah, uh, they have different, like, wood that they use. They have different finishes, different uh, accents, all this fun stuff. But anyway, speaking of fun stuff, uh, we finally got this trailer. Oh shit, it's the wrong one. Damn it. Oh no, it's controversy. <laughs> Alright, here we are. There we go. They both have the same rating, I don't know. The curves are so thick, you see them everywhere. <laughs> yes. Uh... Oh, is this the trail? I actually haven't watched this yet. Oh, okay. okay, well let me so turn on some audio here so we can enjoy it. Okay, got God, Liu Kang. Now, is the Mortal Kombat thing, if they always use K's only if it's a C at the start of the, the word? Is that the only time they replace a C with a K? Is it ever... I would I have wonder to... if they've been consistent with that forever. I, I believe that is the uh, rule in the Mortal Kombat style book. I'll have, I'll have to get a dictionary. But there you go. You got Fujin. This was one of the meme characters ever in Water, right? If I remember right. I think so, yeah. Well, he got his wish. I have to I mean everyone already knows is in this, right? I mean like this is there's no spoiler at this point. No, yeah, like, I don't the, think so. The guest character in this trailer is is maybe the only thing that could ever get me to turn on Mortal Kombat again. You know, it is funny because after wow. I saw this trailer I redownloaded it. <laughs> I redownloaded it. I love Mortal 80s and 90s action movies and to put like I mean it's, it's my favorite type of movie and to put Robocop in it after putting the Terminator in it makes things harder for me dude NRS has been so good with like these crazy also by the way this stage fatalities coming back is something I'm happy about uh, I like stage fatalities I like anything that makes you like that makes the crowd and the chat kind of get into it at the end. I mean, I think regular fatalities, obviously no one cares because you can do them at the end of every single match. But mm -hmm. if you put some weird requirement on it, the people who know, like, oh, he really trolled for that are going to appreciate it to some degree. Word. And here he is, the big man himself. You are under arrest, dirtbag. We should have seen it coming. Where was there's directives? I think they could have made the intro to RoboCop a little cooler in the trailer. 
Oh, there's yeah. obviously like a thousand different ways they could do that. Also, then there's this, and this is what got me to re-download the game. Fucking friendships? <laughs> you serious? Friendships? Come on now. Is there a requirement for friendships? I can't really remember. In the old, old game, you had to not use a punch, I think. Like you had to just use kicks. See, that would be, that's the kind of thing I appreciate. Because if I see someone and I know, oh, they didn't use any kicks to win that round, I'm like, damn, that's, that's some disrespect right there. Yeah. Oh, I think, actually, I think I remember now. You had to hold down the left kick button the entire match, and then you could only use right kick. So you had to hold one button down the entire match and then just use one button that's to so win. Sick. And then not only that, you still had to put in the code afterwards. <laughs> um. But yeah, and uh, I'm, I can't pull it up right now, but uh, Ed Boon tweeted out Sub-Zero's friendship, which is fucking hilarious. He comes out with a little ice cream truck, and he makes you a little popsicle on the spot. Fucking great. Cannot wait. That that right. shit to me alone was like the reason I redownloaded the game. I love that shit. A- any more thoughts on Mortal Kombat Aftermath? Well, um... We should probably right. talk about the pricing. Well, first of all, we should talk about the White Shadow because they have subscribed for 16 months in a row. Thank you, the White Shadow. And, and the White Shadow says, thank you, Steve, for always getting it right. I'm just going to let you believe that I always get it right. So thank you. <laughs> no one tell him any different. Don't yeah. do it. What does it feel like to be right all the time? Does that get boring? It feels, you know, it's... It's a daunting responsibility, you know, knowing that everything that comes out of my mouth is infallible. Mm-hmm. It, it's like heavy is the head that wears the crown. And mm-hmm. my head is so heavy, but it means that I sleep very, very well. For sure. For sure. Uh, Go for it. But yeah. Um, Let's talk about it. So Let's there's a lot to like. Yeah, there's a lot to like in that trailer if you are a fan of Mortal Kombat. What some people may not like so much is the amount of money they'll have to shell out for it. Uh, so okay. they we have a breakdown of it. Uh, there are some things that are coming with the update that are free. So every character getting friendships, new fatalities, uh, new stages, all of that will be free. But you're going to have to pay some money to get the bulk of uh, the new content. Uh, so if you want the story expansion and the three new characters, that is going to set you back thirty nine ninety nine. Um, that oh, wow. also comes with, yeah, that also comes with three new character skins and a Johnny Cage thanks a million skin. Um, if you want to add combat pack one, on top of that, uh, you can get the bundle for forty nine ninety nine. If you don't have MK11 at all, uh, you can buy the full collection for $60, which is sort of like uh, Game of the Year edition you can think of. Uh, the base game plus Combat Pack 1 and all of the Aftermath stuff. But yeah, 40 bucks. Well, and this is something we were, we talked about last week. Uh, this is the first time that they've like added robust like story content to a DLC in an NRS game, right? 
Yeah. I feel like this hasn't happened before. And I feel like with the amount of effort that they put into these story contents, like I feel like that might be worth it, to be honest. It doesn't bother me. It's it's whether or not people will pay for it. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't bother me if that's what they think it's worth. It's certainly not. Can you buy it without the story content and get just the characters for cheaper, I assume? or I believe so. I, be- I believe you you should be able to just get, like, Robocop. We so have if, a view. We if, if, if you get full confirmation. If you can get the characters in any normal sense, then I don't see the problem. If that's what the story's worth, then that's what it's worth. I, I don't know that anyone bought MK11 expecting a story expansion for free later on. And if they did, I don't know why they did that. So I don't know either. But here's my question. What if, if you're there's no a la carte option, that would suck really bad. Yeah, I agree, I agree with, that. with that. I can agree with that. Yeah. If you're if you're someone who doesn't really care about the story, because not everybody plays the same game for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got plenty of people who, who are into MK11 because of the story and because of the lore. They don't really care about... They might care about Shiva, uh, her role in the in the story, but they're not necessarily going to you know, be hearts have their hearts set on playing as her. That's fine. If there's an option available for them, that's great. Um, on the flip side, there's people who don't really care about the story. They only like the gameplay, and they just want to get access to the characters. It's great if there's an option for them. As If there isn't that way to purchase it separately... That could be a very big problem because now you're asking for $40 for a bunch of stuff that, you know, a good chunk of your audience one way or the other doesn't want. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, I I truthfully don't see that happening, though, and here's why. Uh, Anytime they've released a combat pack, you were still able to get individual characters. So I don't see this being any different from that. I could be wrong. I'm not stupid. $40 $40 is... uh, you know, if nothing else, it's sticker shock. Mm-hmm. If you break it down, it's probably not going. It doesn't. You know, if you think of it as like twenty five dollars for a DLC pack, which isn't out of line with, um, whatever you know, what other games are charging. Right. Yep. You know, and it does sound weird to try and justify that when you're talking about a game charging forty dollars for extra content mm-hmm. a year afterwards. Yeah. Now, uh, especially because the base game was already like sixty bucks, that's that's harsh, or more if you bought the other editions. They certainly put a, quite a bit of development into this, mm-hmm. though. They're gonna yeah. have every single character is gonna have a new friendship or whatever. Um, those cutscenes aren't, you know, easy to make. They do have real actors doing doing all of that stuff, and then obviously there's three new characters, including RoboCop has the voice of RoboCop, right? So they mm-hmm. had to yep. they had to get him in there. So, I don't know. If there's no card option, they're going to lose some buyers, for sure. Because for sure. $40 is... I think a $40 mandatory purchase price for any particular character would be by far the most expensive DLC character in the history of fighting games by about 32 to $33. I don't ever remember anyone costing $40. So I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. 
The other thing I was thinking about with this trailer is this is set to release uh, two weeks from today. Mm-hmm. Combo Breaker was set to end, you know, two days before two weeks from today. So I'm wondering if this was supposed to hit at uh, Combo Breaker. Yeah, they could have done the cool, like, playable tomorrow kind of deal, and that would yep. have been that would have been cool. So I, it's unfortunate. Totally, that could be true. I also feel like the RoboCop reveal would have been at Combo Breaker separate from the story mode reveal. Something like that, for sure, yeah. I, I'm guessing they would have utilized Combo yeah. Breaker to reveal things. But... Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm fortunate. We're trying we, to not get sh- sick. We should have seen uh, RoboCop coming, though. Because with MK10, you had Alien versus Predator. Now, you've got RoboCop versus the Terminator. Next, uh, MK12, you're going to have X versus Sever. Well, didn't you also... In MK10, we also had a... Uh... Uh, Freddy and no, not Freddy. Uh, Jason and uh, what's it, Leatherface? Yeah, um, and then Freddy yeah, yeah, was like a game Freddy versus Jason. Freddy was MK9. Yeah, Jason Freddy was, was MK9. Okay. Can we just appreciate the fact that I made an X versus Sever reference? <laughs> you did. I might be the first person in 2020 in the entire world to do that. You could be. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be surprising. Chat, chat, clap it up for Steve. Player. Chat, clap it up for Steve. Let's give him some appreciation here. Thank you. Thank you. No, hold, hold your applause. No autographs, please. Nope, too late. Everybody clap for Steve. <laughs> oh, no, you're not the first one to make a, uh, a reference because someone said we have XAE or whatever, the Elon Musk's child versus Sever to look forward to. So okay, okay. Body. So I was second. I'm, I'm top two. I made grand finals. I made grand Elon Musk trial X versus Sever. Yes. Um, Sweet. Um, I think. Did we I have anything? We have... Go for it. Well, here's one minor topic. So, mm-hmm. Riot Games is obviously, as we know, making a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Riot Games has since announcing their fighting game released two games that were not League of Legends. Mm-hmm. One was Legends of Runeterra, a card game, which has players, but certainly hasn't made the largest splash on, you know, the Twitch scene ever, although it's still above any fighting game. Mm-hmm. But then the second is Valorant, which mm-hmm. is the most popular game on Twitch and a very large release. So they've obviously, and it, it's not a game that's graphically impressive or radically new or anything like that, but based on, you know, Riot's credibility as a company and based on, you know, whatever they paid streamers to play it, and based on this marketing campaign, it's become an extremely popular game, and people seem to like it. So what is this spell for a Riot fighting game? And, you know, I think people aren't as excited about it as I am. But I think it could be a huge deal for our scene, and I think Valorant is big proof of that. Because if mm-hmm. Valorant being not a AAA game at all, as far as what it looks like or, or what it is, being able to make this much of a splash could be a big deal for them doing whatever the fighting game is. I don't know. I'm super excited for it, and I think it could be just what we need. Yeah, look, I... It's definitely uh, going to have a I can promise you that. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
especially because the people working on it are adamant about it, right? Uh, but I, I, I think I told you, I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I told you guys I played a little bit of it. I played the tutorial of uh, Valorant, and it's bizarre because it's a mashup of everything that's popular in an FPS, right? They have it's basically like if if Team Fortress Two. Overwatch and uh, Counter Strike all had a baby together. Uh, that's what Valorant is. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it doesn't feel new, right? It feels like it's a game you've played for like forever. But the but it's it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're playing a game for the first time but it feels like you're experiencing something else for the first time right i'm pretty sure that doesn't make any sense outside of my head but what i mean is uh with like the actual feel of the game like controlling your character shooting a weapon does not feel different everything else around it feels different even though it's stuff that we've seen before uh so League if they're legends... no all i was going to say is if they're putting if they're putting the effort of making the game feel like it's home, quote unquote, to Counter Strike, or if they're making Valorant feel to counter or feel like Counter Strike in a new setting with new things, I'm super optimistic about what they're going to do with this fighting game. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's so much unknown about Project L. It certainly has the ability, the potential at least, to be an absolute game changer in, you know, both, you know, fighting games as a whole in the FGC. Um, They have the resources. Again, we don't know how much they're going to pour behind it, but they have the resources to make this a very, very big thing very quickly. How how well the community will latch onto that remains to be seen. But all the ingredients are there for this to be potentially a big shift. It might it might end up just a side game. It might end up being like one of the big games, but not, you know, right in line with something like uh, Tekken or Street Fighter is right now, where it's, you know, right along that top level. Or it could be something that comes in and dwarfs everything else. We don't know. There's so much to be determined about this. I I just think we would be stupid not to latch on to it. And mm-hmm. I know that like it is a different thing, but I think moving to PC is the future for fighting games without any question. It's where everyone's on. It's where every other competitive game is on. It's where net play actually works mm-hmm. and where you can drive out patches fast and you can developers can do things at the pace that they necessarily want to. And with Riot, who runs their own launcher and their own everything, we don't have to worry about any sort of crazy, you know, grand blue patch comes two weeks late to PC because Steam hasn't agreed to it yet. Sort of garbage that we have to deal with now. So, you know, seeing Valorant, Runeterra made me a little apprehensive where I was like, hmm, Maybe League of Legends is a one-off that they really did. But with Valorant doing what it did, being kind of an ugly CSGO ripoff, I think we got a shot for this to be the future of fighting games. So I don't know. That's just that's just me calling it out right now. Yeah, no, and so you're not... I hope, I hope people try it. 
yeah, and I don't think you're wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think you are very correct. The thing I think people are very apprehensive about is since we had the experience, by we, I mean the collective FGC has had the experience of running some tournament games on a PC in previous years and having a shitty experience with that, I feel like that's going to be a bit of a, uh, an apprehensive uh, scar moving forward. Only with that, know, Only if you don't know why. Right. Which is that we are playing on shitty SF5 PC ports that can't recognize input unless you restart the game. I right. mean, like, a lot of these issues are things that are very specific to bad PC ports. Mm-hmm. But I understand right. that they are there. Yeah. Uh, with that said, Good. I think if it's if the games are developed in a way that can accommodate that, can accommodate somebody unplugging a controller and then plugging another one in, I feel like... That's at base level, like all we need. And I'm sure they'll they'll figure that out. They they were able to make it work on Skullgirls. It's just you know Street Fighter because PC is not the leading platform for tournaments. That wasn't really a high priority. Uh, same with Tech, and same with a lot of these other games uh, where you run into the, these issues. Very the like I said, the potential is there if they get those things right. To absolutely change everything in the FGC. For better or for worse, that's to be determined. But mm. they they could come in and make a big impact. The really weird one for me is balance and stuff like that. The balance changes in these games that are so heavily played, like League of Legends, are so numbers-based. It's like, oh, like this character's really good at bronze level, so we're going to change this thing that we don't think will affect you know, a grandmaster, but will affect bronze players and make it more fun for them. Conversely, this affects this level and not this level. And I think that's something fighting games have been missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Our notions of balance are based almost purely around like who the best players at the time are doing what in a tournament. And so, and I think that's frustrated players forever. Yeah. And so, I'm intrigued to see what they can do. Very intrigued. Um, and that will be what I'm on when it comes out. Even if it sucks when it comes out, I'm going to give it a little bit because they've done a good mm-hmm. job making sure it doesn't suck later on. Yeah. Uh, no, and that's an absolutely great point of uh, balancing to all skill levels, not just the competitive ones. Um, and I think, yeah, I think bringing, so how tough would it be to balance something like a fighting game in that way where you can take something? And, and some things are competitive, but they're mm-hmm. just not good. Right. You know, I think that's a misnomer people have. Is everyone who's not a pro doesn't care. But a lot of people care. They just suck. Yeah. Or they're new. Right. And that's fine. So I'm wondering, like, what's one thing, for example, that a change in a fighting game that could be effective to both lower levels and higher levels of play? Well, the obvious one that would be positive for lower level and less big of a deal for higher level is something like let's look at Balrog's dash punch in Street Fighter 4. It was like minus 3 and Chun-Li could jab it at certain ranges. Um, But it was a one frame link and good players would do it and bad players wouldn't. So making that have a buffer window of an extra frame or something like that is something that we've done to make it easier. Now that has been controversial and making execution in those situations. But but I don't know that like making a block punish easier has been very controversial. 
making certain combos is. I mean, it's it's really delicate, and that's why it's a question and not an easy answer. But, right, man. Yggdrasil. There's there's a great answer in the chat. Very true. Um, Yggdrasil is a fairly mediocre move in high level Grand Blue, and people are able to take very little chip and never get hit by it. But at low level play, it's literally broken. Like it completely destroys. If you've never played versus this, I guarantee you, I can ten o you with just that. So, making that a little bit have better mix-ups at a high level, but less do less damage might be a way to make it better in one sense and worse in another. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, I totally agree. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Spe- go for it. Speaking of netcode, um, I wanted to mention this before we forget. Skullgirls, the game that was dead and not getting any more updates, got yet another update. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top that. of their... Um, on top of their network patch, they now have both a Wi-Fi adapter and a jitter uh, measurement on uh, the matchup screen. So you can tell uh, if it's nice. if the game detects that your opponent is playing Wi-Fi, it will show that. It will also detect if uh, someone's wired, uh, playing on a wired bridge that won't necessarily show up as Wi-Fi. Uh, the jitter measurement will show, hey there's probably a chance that this will be uh, a rough match for you. So we're seeing more development on more sides of the importance of net play and how big that is for player experience. So hopefully that makes its way into uh, uh, Project Dell and other games going forward. Well, if you were a, a game that had a pro tour, and you thought, you know, that's how you're going to get people to keep buying it, and that's how you're going to get people to buy the DLC, you're a little screwed right now, right? So net play has to be the answer. Now, of course, no one foresaw this, and no one foresees it, you know, being the same way afterwards once we can do things again. But right now, and for the foreseeable future, you better you better figure out a way to make people play your game online, mm-hmm. or else they're not going to buy anything else. Yeah. Can we hit up those uh, two more topics before we go? Go for it. Just real quick. Toss up the first one. Uh, Earlier this week, Tokyo Game Show announced that it was canceling its physical show. Uh, This was set to take place in uh, September, if I remember correctly. Uh, But that is going to be replaced with an online event. Note that it is noticeable or notable to the FGC because in five of the pre or for the previous five years, Tokyo Game Show has either been the site of or somehow connected to uh, the CPT premiere event in Japan. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at the CPT schedule for the second half of the year, it's Japan slot is not an it's. The event itself is to be announced, but its placement on the list of uh, dates puts it right in that window for Tokyo Game Show. So it's very likely that another we're seeing another event go by the wayside here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's another case of, ah, that sucks, but it makes sense. Yeah. And so then can... the other... Go, oh, for go, it, go for it, go for it, go for it. Uh, the other thing is potentially an, an, an offline event actually taking place. Um, we have Topanga just announced a Tekken 7 League. That's what I was going to bring up. 
Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. You got it. All right. So, so this will start in about two weeks on May 23rd. Uh, we have eight, uh, two blocks of eight players. Uh, block A will be Aokare, Machan, uh, Yojin Boy, Chikorin, Yu, Rangchu, and Amigo. Block B is Gen, Double, Nobi, Naroma, Pekos, Take, Chiri Chiri, and Jotaro. Those that group play will be online, but the top three advance to an offline uh, t- top six final event. So mm-hmm. we're starting to see the possibility of, hey, at least on a small scale, we'll get offline competition going again. Yeah, and this is all in Japan, correct? Or am I a dumb? Yes. Okay, cool. No, yeah, that's uh, Japan. Definitely. Yeah. I can't wait to see this shit. Uh, should should be good. Should yeah, be real. I, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And speaking of time, we have run out of time. So, any last words before we disappear into the ether for another seven days? Thank you for Playground your continued support. Playground Blue. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Stator 3, best soundtrack. Don't at me. Okay. Uh, Mike, you haven't been here for a while, so this is our new outro. Uh, we play some Night Trap. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, this has been Best of Five. My name is Elon. This has been Michael Donka Schiller, and that over there has been Steve Hetty Murphy, Ace King Offsuit. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you all on the flip side as soon as I find the... There it is. Found it. Catch you all on the flip side next week. Peace out. Good night. Good night, Canada. <laughs>